0: Welcome back to a new episode of Hoop and Holler. I'm your host, Eddie Sun, joined by Reagan Griffin Jr. and Julio Martinez. This has obviously been a really hard week for the NBA. And um, just a couple days ago, we released our own episode on Kobe Bryant, telling our best stories about him, our favorite stories about him, honoring his legacy. But it is time to move on to something a little bit more celebrative, you know, in in, in, light, in light of his legacy, because like anything else in the world, you know, it moves on. And while we won't forget Kobe Bryant, we're doing our best not to, um, not 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 to dwell. On let's say, let's say yeah, dwell dwell on the sadness of his passing, but to look forward to how we can best honor his legacy and how best to celebrate it. So um, in this episode, we're gonna talk about what would a title run mean for the Lakers, especially in light of you know the trage- uh, tragedy, the All Star reserves, and the and the changes to the game format, as well as um. How we should best honor Kobe's legacy, you know, like what the NBA should do and all that. But first, let's just go around the league and go over some news and notes. So Victor Oladipo made his return in over a year, Uh, not not a great night for him nine points on two of eight shooting, but he did hit a clutch three to send the game to overtime, and they ultimately would win.
1: Yeah, um, it's what you expect from somebody returning from injury, right? Obviously, he's not going to come back and be the same twenty plus points per game scorer that he was off bat. Um, it's gonna take time for him to get back into the flow of things, especially with the uh, the Pacers having established such a great rhythm within their own right uh, with Brogdon and Sabonis, who was an All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, I, I feel like he's not the type of dude to want to impose and intrude upon that, and it, it'll just take them a while to figure things out exactly where he fits into all of that. But yep. you know, come playoff time, I do expect to see Victor Oladipo at his full strength, full capability, and. I think that that's something that could potentially put them up there with the likes of the Celtics, the 76ers, mm-hmm. maybe not the Bucks, but, you know, among the top teams in the Eastern yep.
2: Conference. Yeah, I think that's a that's a main point right there, um, really getting him prepared for playoff time. And that's, in my opinion, the biggest thing um, for the Pacers, that they brought him back in January and not in, you know, March, April, mm-hmm. where... You know, he'd be forced to you, you you don't know if he's ready for, you know, 40 minutes a night if they need it from him. Um, so just look for the for these next, you know, one or two months for him to really get going and, you know, catch up with the team and, you know, really get back into his all-star form. Because as we know, um, getting back in game shape is just it takes some time. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm personally
0: really happy that he's returning because, um, before he got hurt, he was really rounding into one of my favorite players in the league. Just yeah. with the just with the explosiveness and the energy that he played with, plays hard. You know, like he he plays, plays hard. The, I mean, one of the most clutch players out there. Like he'd hit you with the celebration, right? Like this is my this is my arena, this is my city. Like that was the dynamic Indiana was missing. On top of the extremely solid coaching and really solid players uh, uh, up and down the roster, it was really that game changer they're missing. And I think with a healthy and effective Oladipo. Um, I mean, their ceiling really could be Eastern Conference, you know, like who and then who knows I, from there. I,
1: I put it akin to, to the, the, the Raptors with and without Kawhi last year. And without Kawhi, they're a good team, but we all know that that ceiling is limited. Without uh, Victor, obviously the Pacers are still a great team, but their ceiling is limited in terms of how far
2: they can go yeah. throughout the season. I just think the Raptors there? were deeper.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. They're deeper. Yeah. I just, in, in terms of how the team functions yeah. with and without the player, um, there, there's a clear ceiling to where they are without a yeah. guy like Oladipo, just like the Raptors had a clear ceiling yeah. to where they were without. To
2: me, I don't know why, but I compare them a lot to the Miami Heat. See, uh, I actually think they're better than the Heat now because they really? have more talent. At, at their best, you think you'd pick yeah. Indiana in a if, series. If, Oladipo, if Oladipo's healthy. Yeah. That I, would be a I darn good series. I'd, I just,
0: I'd pick them over Miami right now.
2: I I would pick Miami. Really?
0: Yeah. I actually
1: want to see that series. Me too. That would me be too. cool. That would be, yeah. I just think,
0: you know, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, they're playing them a lot in Miami, and they're not great defensively. And I think I they make up a lot for it by playing hard because the Miami system is all about playing hard. But in the playoffs, these things start getting neutralized, and then I don't think they have enough talent to overcome it. Yeah. That's I think. Um, all right, let's move on to a projection the salary cap that was announced a couple days ago. The NBA announced that due to the fallout with um, the whole China thing with Daryl Morey and the Rockets before the season started, losing some revenue, their their projected salary cap would go from 116 million next year to 113. That's still an increase from this 13? year. Uh, yeah, so yeah. at low t- as low as 113. So it, anything from one million to like a two million.
1: Left. I thought it was confirmed 115, but if I, it apparently goes
0: down I read it could go as low as 113. And so, it, oops. Oh, so um. I mean, it's still an increase from this year, which is at 109. Mm-hmm. But obviously, salary cap projections going down means um, players that were going to receive max contracts, max you know, contracts. right? Like the yep. Valley is going to be a little less. Teams that were planning on having a little bit more space for players, you know, they might have to rethink how they would restructure and, the contracts.
2: And those little, you know, million to $2 million don't seem like a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, when the clip when the Lakers are... You know, scrambling after Kawhi, mm-hmm. those two million dollars or one million dollars means a lot. Yeah, to 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 a team's chemistry and just overall, you know, just team building and yeah, I I think it's it's a huge story and mm-hmm. not enough light is being put, right, especially
1: right with now. the league not being structure like the NFL, Eddie, you pointed this out yesterday when I was talking to you about it. In the NFL, you kind of just move salary cap a, a, around in terms of players' contracts. You mm-hmm. can backload it, you can front load it, you can do what you need to do to create salary cap. It's not that easy in the NBA. It, you, it, once you sign the contract and you put your name on that dotted line, that is your contract, and there's no adjusting it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it could prove to be a little bit difficult for certain teams, like the mm-hmm. Lakers were last season, that are a little bit more strapped for salary cap. Yeah, so actually
0: I think for most championship contenders, since they're already capped out out, so since they have players signed under the cap, mostly they re- they rely on things like exceptions and you know veteran yeah. minimum. So it won't really matter. But the teams that have salary cap and are looking to fill out a roster using that cap space, it'll be interesting because a player that you might want to offer 12 million to to entice them, you might you know only be able to offer 10 or nine. Right. So like those things might make a difference. Like the Lakers had the cap space to offer Danny Green, I think, 15 million. Right. Like who knows if it if the if the Lakers only had 12 million to offer him. What if, you know, Danny Green would have went to another team, something like right. that. You know, like the, these small things could end up playing a big factor down the line. Um, OK, let's move on to. The players and uh, members of the NBA circle, including analysts and commentators, honoring Kobe around the league. I'm just wondering for you guys, what was the one that stood out the most to you, or like your favorite, Some, something that seemed particularly
2: special. So, to me, um, it was a you know a week full of you know grief and sadness. So, I like seeing you know tribute videos that or quotes that added um, a little bit of light to the situation. And you know, made me chuckle a little bit. So my favorite was actually Lou Will when he told when he gave that quote, where like he tweeted or something, and he was he said that after in the locker room after the after the game, I think against Portland, Kobe said, "Man, everybody was wearing Kobe's by the way, and they they had lost. Kobe was upset. Man, give me all y'all Kobe's. Y'all don't deserve to wear these." And it to me is just like it embodies like that that. I don't know. It, it's I just I loved hearing that story, and he it just made me laugh. And in, in a situation, you know, where um it's it's really sad. Uh, so I I loved hearing that story. I did not even know about it. Yeah. I feel that um
1: for me, obviously uh, Shaquille O'Neal had a very heartfelt, and that that you know really pierced the soul a little bit, just in terms of kind of understanding. You know, you you don't you have to appreciate people more while they're here, because you never know what can turn around the next minute and happen, but. One uh, I, I guess display that you know I, I took a lot of solace in was uh, the Yukon Huskies, to do, putting Gigi's number two out and putting a, a flower on the bench before the game. That meant a lot because you know what gets lost in a lot of this because of how much everyone admired Kobe. Like there there were other victims here, mm-hmm. and you know to me Gigi's you know to lose, to lose somebody at forty one is already extremely tough. To lose someone at thirteen years old, that's unimaginable. Mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't have the chance to live her life, which is extremely sad. And, you know, UConn, which is this powerhouse, you know, women's basketball franchise to honor someone like Gigi who was on the come up and was going to be a lethal player, you know, that that to me speaks volumes in terms of how much respect she'd mm-hmm. already garnered in, in the realm of women's basketball. Yeah. Um, for me,
0: I think th- this was not something direct, but seeing how many players in this week just, you know, having – extraordinary performances on the court like i can't help but think a lot of that is motivated by right kobe bryant and and his legacy like we've seen trae young drop i think like 14 or had, 45 and he like had, 18 yesterday 39 yeah right or, or yeah. something like that or devin booker you know dropping like 40 a game buddy,
2: buddy healed off the bench 42 mm-hmm. brad beal brad, bradley beal mm-hmm. yeah um uh, I'm
0: I'm forgetting a name I think. I mean
1: there were a lot of players that, you know, went off this week. Yeah.
0: Or, or I mean even Damian Lillard who who was already on a hot streak but he's dropping 60, 50, you know, like 45. Yeah. I think um really the best homage to Kobe Bryant is just, you know, trying your best to play like yeah. him and playing hard and doing all that and I think that to me is the most special thing is how many I mean, oh Chris Middleton, you know, 51 oh, yeah. points in a game, you know. How I, I, I had to Chris throw that Middleton. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean look, I mean that the, the thing is a, a lot of it I think has to come from that motivation and um it, it's special to see some players you know going above and beyond and and really stepping in like like really i guess feeling that loss by um <clears throat> playing their best to play, playing their best to at least kind of like get over it and overcome that right i guess that
2: yeah that's another nice. honor him. An, another uh um player that I want to mention I know we talked about him a little bit, trey young when. It was the day after the day of, uh, and he was just talking about how Kobe and Gigi had been to three NBA games that this year, mm-hmm. and two of them were Trey Young's because Gigi's favorite player was Trey Young. Really, and so he uh, he just he wanted to play so hard for her, mm-hmm. and obviously, like we talked about, he dropped you know forty five and all all these crazy stats, and um, you know that that was his way of. Kind of honoring um, Gigi and other kids that look up to him. Mm. I, I think he, in building you know, a relationship in that small time span that he could with Kobe, he realized uh, you know after his death how many kids Kobe touched, mm. and he realized that he touched Gigi, and now he has so much influence, just like Steph does. Uh, maybe not to that extent, but he he realizes that a lot of kids will now look up to him. Like Mm -hmm. they looked up to Kobe. So in realizing that he, uh, you know, he's going to play hard. He's going to put up great numbers, but overall he's going to be impactful off the court. I believe so. Mm -hmm. One more. I
1: want to highlight, um, just to, you know, put a little more emphasis on just the, 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 the worldwide impact Kobe had the day of, uh, PSG was playing. I think it was, let me check my notes here. PSG was playing some team, some trash team. And, uh, Neymar, they'd found out you know literally minutes before stepping onto the pitch. and Neymar, he scores a goal and he holds he holds up the two and four to the camera immediately after scoring the goal. Um, this was a man who didn't just impact America. he didn't just impact basketball. Mm-hmm. his 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 presence was felt throughout all of sports, throughout all of the world. He had, you know one of the, the largest you know wingspans, so to speak, in terms of how many people he really reached in terms of his mm-hmm. impact
0: is interesting. Um to move on to the idea of now the Lakers right have to play in play in the wake of um Kobe Bryant and and a lot of a lot has um gone around about like how much would a title mean for the Lakers or how much LeBron has to do now or how much more the Lakers have to I guess honor Kobe's legacy in terms of all the added championship pressure that they already had by winning a ring this year. And um, I mean, I just want to start off by saying that I'm not I'm not a big fan of this narrative that like, oh, the Lakers have to win a ring now. Well, because, you know, they have to do it for Kobe Bryant. Like you have to do this or that. I, I think I think it's missing the point, really. You know, I think the beauty is more in the process than in the results. We can talk about Kobe as five rings, but. That's not to the extent we think of him, right? We talk about him as the relentless worker too. So, like, I, I think a lot of oh, now they have to win a ring. Like LeBron has added pressure, this and that. It, it's a little bit misguided to me. And and you're, you're selling what Kobe was short, if if that's the. I'm not reason sure if that's. I, I, I think being yeah, because
2: because in my opinion, I agree with. I, I think where you're going, Reagan. Because in my opinion, um, from what LeBron posted on his Instagram post. Um, and how I would feel if I was a Laker or an ex-Laker or, uh, you know, an ex-teammate of Kobe. How I would feel, I'm just going that much harder. I'm not even thinking about extra pressure on me. Like, I want to, yes, I want to do it for Kobe. I, I, I'm going to go that much harder. And to me, it's not more pressure as in, uh, you know, nervousness. It's more like, not that I feel obligated to do this for Kobe, but I'm gonna de- I'm gonna try to dedicate my all, you know, to to winning this for him mm-hmm. and for uh, uh, you know for the city of Los Angeles because you know we're all mourning and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's it might be like that from the media perspective. From yeah. but from within that locker room, I guarantee you, it's not added pressure in terms of nervousness. It's more like let's do this. Let let's stay let's stay hard ho- let's stay together play hard for each other. You know we. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, mm-hmm. so um, I, I think that's where players are coming from. Yeah, May, I don't, maybe not so much media. Yeah. I
0: mean, at least even Shannon Sharp went on TV today and said. Of oh, the best way the Lakers can honor Kobe Bryant's legacy, or, or something along those lines, like they have to win a ring, or like LeBron has to carry that team to a ring now. You know, it's like, I, like I don't some think anyone's saying he has to.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, They're saying, you know, which I agree with, is that it would mean a heck of a lot to a lot of people. But what LeBron specifically said in his tweet after uh, Kobe pass was, uh, and I'm p- not paraphrasing, but I'm taking a, a bit and piece of the quote, was that, you know, I promise i I promise you I'll continue your legacy, man. You mean so much to all of us here, especially hashtag LakerNation. And it's my responsibility to put this, you know, SHIT on my back and keep it going. Um he didn't mention championships, he didn't mention go winning a chip. He just mentioned, you know, what was Kobe Bryant's legacy, which to your point, his legacy wasn't in winning rings, his legacy was in, you know, just the 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 grind and the the tenacity with which he approached he approached basketball. Mm-hmm. Um so that's all up for interpretation. Obviously, the media is going to do what, with that what they want. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think, like Julio said, I don't think there's any added pressure to go win a championship. If there's any added pressure, it's in that if you're not doing everything that you possibly can within your power to go do the best that you can and be the best that you can, now you're not doing yourself and you're not doing Kobe Bryant injustice. justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where the pressure is, not so much in guess, actually... At least that's not more. what um, some talking heads, you know, on,
0: on those morning shows are are saying, which is a little annoying to me because, um, I, I, I'm sure, you know, the way LeBron is internalizing it is that he's going to push himself further. He's going to go harder. Right. But I, I just don't like the idea that if, if the Lakers don't win a championship that they've somehow no. let Kobe Bryant down it wouldn't you know I don't it's think like, it wouldn't be I that. think like that it, it just seems like it's headed that direction in terms of how people are conversing about it because I mean it it just so happens that the Lakers are you know perhaps championship favorites but I don't think it's some sort of letdown or 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 any sort of um like there shouldn't be anything added because of this Kobe Bryant um passing to 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 add any sort of um,
2: incentive to Lakers championship more than it already was well this shouldn't be anything added from a third party now from a player's perspective I'm adding that on myself yeah okay yeah Yeah.
1: and you know just just to you know hypothetically if it were to happen I that would be the most impactful championship I think of any of our lifetimes just in saying, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna sit up here and say it needs to or it should or it could, you know, whatever have you. But you know, if if we're playing the what if game, that I I'm not sure if there would be a single championship that has meant more to any team in the history of basketball, and that includes what LeBron did for Cleveland, mm. because you know this city we're all in the heat of it right now. It's in mourning. Everything seems dull. Nothing in sports seems to matter as much as it did before. You know. In that I mean,
2: way. yeah, Wo- Woj was talking about teams have stopped with all, you know, trades and potential, e- everything, mm-hmm. just to to mourn for, for Kobe. And, you know, I, I went last night, I wanted to avoid Staples Center for a little bit, um, or LA Live, I, I didn't want to go. I went last night and... You know, as I start writing, I I don't know if you guys know, like those white walls or whatever people are writing on them. Mm -hmm. Um, I started writing and, you know, I, I started, I started tearing up and and crying again. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing to see that, uh, people did, don't realize or didn't realize how much he talked about impacting the next generation and out just outside of basketball um, and, you know, you see all these videos of uh, he was talking to kids as like moms who had cancer and, you mm-hmm. know, this guy's son who was nervous about a basketball tryout in like middle school or high school. And it's just how much he took the time to try to impact, motivate and, you know, inspire the next generation that yeah. he, he means to to the city of Los Angeles more than I think any athlete means to any other city in maybe the history of sports. Um mm-hmm. And I, of course, I have my Laker hat on. I, maybe that's biased, but I I just don't see um, his that impact in any other situation or city. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I I mean, I don't think we can put a cap or uh, a destination as in a championship that that should be our expectation. But what we can expect, in my opinion, those players are going to go harder. Mm-hmm. I think that's much right. that's harder. A, that
0: really good way to put it. Yeah. Let's talk about the All-Star reserves that were announced on um, yesterday, last Thursday. And um, also some of the changes to the All-Star game format that the league came out with. Um, I think it's notable, actually, there are nine first-time All-Stars this year. So obviously with injuries to Steph, KD, it opens the way to some of these players that have never gotten to, uh, never experienced these festivities before. Um, just to name them off in the West, and these are all the All-Star reserves, we have Dame, Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, CP3, Westbrook, and Ingram. i us just, just go with the uh, West here. So I, I said CP3, Westbrook, and Ingram were, were kind of debatable to me. I don't think Ingram's debatable. Yeah,
1: CP3 and I don't think Westbrook's debatable. I, You know, we went toe-to-toe on that last mm-hmm. week. I, um, CP3, that's a little out there uh, in I don't my think opinion. So. I'm not saying out there in terms yeah. of, you know, that's way out of left field, but that would be the one I would push back against. The reason
2: um, I'm not pushing back is because I I selected every single one of these dudes. Like, every yeah, name on yeah. there was, okay. was the ones I put down. Now, in the East, we'll talk about that yeah. a little bit. Actually, I, see, I, a I story. thought
0: Ingram was... Because the thing to me is Devin Booker's having a better year. Exactly. How Brandon does Ingram? Ingram
1: make it and not Devin Booker?
0: That's that. How? And then I'm saying the Suns are better than the Pelicans. Not like both teams are, you know, even in the playoff, in the you know, in the top eight seeds right now. But if, if we're saying that... Oh, Devin Booker's not on a winning team. Well, Brandon Ingram's not really on a winning team either, right? And Devin Booker's been extremely good on, a, you know, and extremely efficient this year. Like his numbers are up there. It's just to me, I think Devin Booker has to make and that, it. That's Okay. That's why oh, I hate what,
1: how What are, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. That's why I hate how expectations come into play here because no one expected this of Ingram. We've come to expect mm-hmm. this from Devin Booker, and that's why he's not yeah. getting lauded for it as I, much as he should. See,
0: I actually think it's more this because the Pelicans had so many national TV games because you know they wanted mm. to broadcast that's Zion. So no, I think it's and then a and then once the and then once Zion got hurt, it was like, well, you know, how do we create storylines now? Oh, here's Brandon Ingram. Yes. Look how good he's doing. Yeah, I and t- all of a sudden, right, the people that are voting uh, for these reserves were like, oh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, that's a name that. No,
2: I somewhere. I totally agree with that. But to Reagan's point, uh, for someone who had you know a blood clot situation in his shoulder mm-hmm. and who hadn't been an All Star yet, of course, um, just. The narrative, narrative is always True. important. Of course, um, and the thing th- is, like I, I had
0: Brandon Ingram as an all-star in my list last, <laughs> but week. like I think he's been all-star deserving.
2: But see, to me, who are the other guards? Donovan, Chris mm-hmm. Paul, Dame, and Russ, and Russ. I think, I mean, to me, Booker's t- been better than I Mitchell out, this
0: year. But but he, but Mitchell's been but on they, a winning team. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, okay. Like
1: I fine. take out Chris Paul and I put in Booker. There's there's see, no that, way. In I my can
2: mind. I can see that debate. But everyone else, then it becomes a, a debate between Brandon Ingram or Devin Booker, who you taking. And,
1: and that's why I, I hate, and one of my favorite YouTubers, um, King of the Fourth Quarter, Kenny Beecham, um, he pointed this out. The All-Star Game needs to become... Positionless And it needs to Become conference Totally agree Because, yeah. Yeah. It's, totally because agree. it's getting to a point Where we're having To select from Certain categories And pull the best player From certain categories And that's not fair To the guys Who are actually Playing very well And there's no reason Why mm-hmm. you know There are certain players Who are not playing as well But just because They fit mm-hmm. in a position They're making the All-Star game over other yeah. guys I and, totally in, and in today's agree. NBA Positionless basketball Is you know It's not a problem anymore
0: Yeah Like you can put Five guards out there It'll probably no be fun No one's gonna Right be <laughs> It'll probably be more fun Than anything else um, I mean, of course, personally, I would have said I would have put Devin Booker over Russ, but we're not yeah, okay. we're not gonna go okay. into that again. Um, the East reserves Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Domantas Sabonis, Jason Tatum, and Bam. Terrible
2: uh, to, to me, Jason. Terrible. Tatum, Jason
0: Tatum was the only interesting one.
1: How does Bradley honest. Beal not make it? That's what I'm over, saying.
2: Come on, he got to make it over Kyle I mean, Lowry. The, he got to make it over Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry was, Kyle was Lowry.
1: literally my last guy. So I, Lowry. Agree with that. I mean, Lowry
0: has been very good not not as good as well i mean he's been very good on the second best team in the east this year it's hard it, like to me he missed
2: what how many games
0: i want to say like 15 games
1: something like that th-
2: um that's too much for me
1: like it's 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 when, when you put up the numbers that brad beale has been putting up, yeah just 25 points a game is the first one that comes to mind there's no way in a conference as weak as the east has been and granted the wizards aren't that good of a team but that's not because of bradley Beal. and i brought this up to you outside julio when you let the coaches and only the coaches determine who are the all-star reserves put yourself in the mind of a coach what is their primary objective to win to win games mm-hmm. so when i'm picking guys i'm picking guys who are winning games because in my mind that's the most important thing so i'm not looking at statistics i'm not looking at you know value to my team i'm looking who's winning games and that's mm-hmm. going to come first and foremost Devin Booker, Brad Beal, these guys aren't winning games, so they didn't make it, which I think is, you know, a travesty because mm-hmm. d- those are two guys primarily, those were the two guys I had the biggest beef with, yeah. Devin Booker and Brad Beal. Yeah, I mean, in my all star predictions, I actually left Bradley Beal off. Though,
0: you know, there's more than a convincing case why he should be in the all star. You did
1: it because you just don't like watching Bradley Beal. No, like,
0: no, I love Bradley Beal's game. Like, don't, like, I love Bradley Beal. I thought you okay. But, you know, he's been really inefficient this year, and he's perhaps been the worst defender in the NBA this year. Like, he just doesn't try anymore on that end of the floor. Why should he? Well, I mean, at at some point, (laughs) let's be honest, you're playing on the Wizards. And and it's like again like he's also been really inefficient on offense like like he puts up the numbers yeah I get it and I mean if you want to convince me that he should be in the All Star game yeah I'll hear you out like I get it averaging 28 and who are the other six. guards? Other guards are uh, I guess Ben Simmons is technically a guard.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
0: Kyle Lowry. I'm cool with Ben. Kyle I would put Beal in over Kyle and Rb. Chris Middleton does he count as a guard? I'm not even yeah. sure. Uh, Maybe I'm Jimmy right. Butler does he count? Of as Of course a, Jimmy yeah. Butler makes it though. Yeah, that's, yeah, of course. That's undisputed. Um, some people have problems with Chris Middleton because I think people still don't realize how well, good he is.
2: Well, because he, he's in Milwaukee. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, um, Damanis Sabonis, right? He's not a household name. I think we know of him. A lot of people are like, yeah. hey, who, who's this guy? But
2: see, then that goes to Reagan's point about- The coaches. You know, that and like what you said about position Basketball and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Then do, do you put it- because they're mandated to put another big in. So then it's True. like...
0: Yeah, that's probably what... I mean, Bam, he deserved to make it.
2: Oh, Bam, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: I actually do not like Jason Tatum making it. If, any, if anything, you put Jalen Brown in.
1: To me, I, I still put Jason Tatum over Jalen Brown. Just over, because,
2: ja- over Jason Tatum?
0: Yeah, he's been better than Jason Tatum this year.
1: They're
2: Jason aver- Tatum scores more
0: points and plays better they're, defense. They're pretty much averaging the same numbers, except Jalen Brown is shooting like
1: 60 or or 0.6% better from the field. And I, like, you know, like, the, come on, the what, difference what isn't here? that substantial, but like I said, Jason Tatum scores more points and he plays better defense. So I have to ultimately I mean, go with Jason Tatum as the better player. To me, like, I mean, Jason Tatum scores like two more points. You
2: Well, you know, like, in my opinion, we know who the better player is. I think it's actually Jalen Brown.
0: <laughs> no, I, no, I really do. Mm. Like, and plus, I think Jalen Brown's more exciting. Like, I'm not no. trying to, I'm not trying to oh, watch.
2: Well, you know. Okay, I'll take you. I mean, that. from an
0: excitement value, I think Jalen Brown and the like All-Star from dunks games, and stuff, right? Like, like one of my from f-
2: skill value.
0: Sure, mm. you know, Jason but I'm not trying to see, you know, I mean, in honor of Kobe, but still, I'm not really trying to see jab step, jab step fade away. You you know what I mean? Like, I'll see that. Like, I'm, I'm still trying to see some high flying dunks and all that. So and, if and you speak- had to
1: pick a guy to get, if if you're building a ran- a franchise, exactly. That's my point. That's,
2: my point. That's my point. That's my point.
0: I mean, it'd be really close. I'd probably still give the edge to Tatum, but we've seen better well, development from Jalen. There you
2: go. That's our definition yeah, of who's better. Okay. Oh,
1: who would you start fair. a franchise with? That's, well, not necessarily who would you start a franchise with, but who would you rather have, which is yeah. Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm.
0: Jason I right. mean, just from projectability. That That's the only reason. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about the new All-Star Game format, which I had to read over a few times. Stupid, just to man. Stupid. Just, just, just to really understand what they were stupid. trying to do. So, um, uh, just to give an overview, so basically, the NBA said that both Team LeBron and Team Giannis will be playing three individual
2: quarters. Well, They're trying to honor where
0: Kobe. They, where the game it, like resets I understand after what they're quarter. trying
1: to do. Mm-hmm. Just make him the damn logo. Here, hold, hold, hold just on. make him the logo. Hold, like, hold come on. on. Uh, I'll, I'll go, hold on.
0: I'll go. I'll just go over what the format is. So the way they <laughs> you described need like a it was
1: spreadsheet to the make, way the way they <laughs> described it
0: was that they'll reset the score every three quarters. Because whoever wins each quarter, like which team gets to donate like money to their charity of choice to, um, to to efforts helping, I think, inner city youth in Chicago, something like that. But really, they're just taking the cumulative score of the three quarters and then they take whoever has the higher score, add 24 to it, turn off the clock and then say you're playing to that score.
1: And, you're, and whoever hits that score first wins So for example Say the score is 100 to 95 At the end of those three individual games Which are basically just, just quarters Just three quarters yeah Um if the score is 100 to 95, the game will end at 124. Yeah, so Whoever reaches 124, 124 first wins. If the the team with 95, if they get their first, they win. If mm-hmm. the team with 100 gets their first, they win.
0: And I bet this is something the NBA was already thinking of. They're probably like, oh, let's do 21. And then, you know, of course, with Kobe, it was like, then let's just do 24. It's
1: silly. It's silly. The thing is, it, like, I
0: thought, like, if this is the extent that they're honoring Kobe, then that's kind of... Well, know, they're going to do a bit... Yeah, and then they already said they're, they're ready... Um, I think team Giannis is wearing number two other yeah. like, jerseys and they'll probably do a big tribute Pro- of so, course yeah. like, I'm sure they have more planned but um, Of course at first I thought this was like confusing and then they didn't announce that they were changing the jersey number So I thought this is a weird yeah. way to honor Kobe, but you know the more I thought about it I was like it it's interesting to me. I thought why not? It's kind of like pickup where we always play to 11 or 15 or 21, you know like play to a number I think it creates more competition and and just in that exhibition format of a game, like why not? Does it though? Like we're not like we're not really just trying to wait for all the players to run the clock out, like well, what happens so it, much it in st- the
2: world. Well, it really quarter. starts getting competitive at seven-ish minutes. I mean, even last year's All Star game, I though, was like close. I do like
1: making the three indiv- Even though I kind of called it out, three individual like whoever scores most this quarter wins and gets to donate. That makes it so you're competitive throughout the entirety of the game because we want to donate uh, well, to the charity. Well, we would like to think so. I I still don't know what. Theoretically, the is, theoretically, yeah. it makes it so even though if we're losing by you know 15 points by the second quarter, we still want to donate to the charity, so we're going to put up as many points as mm-hmm. possible this quarter. That's fair. But it, it's it's it seems like a really convoluted way to honor Kobe, and I, I don't I don't see it going all that well in, mm-hmm. in practice. Like pe- fans are going to be sitting there confused about what's going on.
2: <laughs> Talk about honoring Kobe. Reagan, just make him the logo. Just yeah. make him the
1: logo. That, and you see, know why they won't? Because they but, don't have to pay Jerry West any royalties. No, I know,
2: I know. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that that they don't admit that yes, that's, that's Jerry, Jerry West. West. They, they, they still to, won't admit it,
1: even though there's like a whole magazine with his, you know, literally image plastered. And yeah, it's the same image,
2: and they. They still won't give – and that's the biggest thing. So it, well, it's, it's also because Jerry West
0: doesn't want to, himself to be known as the logo, even though that's his
1: nickname.
2: Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, that it's unrealistic, but would would you – Would I make him the logo? Yeah. 100%. See,
1: there's not a single player – I don't think there's a single player in NBA history that has more iconic images of them than Kobe
2: Bryant. Like, oh, well, Kobe, Kobe is the – Best tough shot maker. Exactly. To ever you know how live. many
1: like logos you can make oh, out of for Kobe Bryant. Sure. There's sure. so many. So, There's many. so many came
2: out on on, on Instagram. Yeah, like competitions and, yeah. and all that. But the only thing I push back on that, then it's like, well, okay. Starting with Jordan. In my opinion, you can't make Jordan the logo, because then that's when you might say he might be the face of the NBA's history, mm-hmm. best player of all time, whatever. But what do you? You you can't make a jump man. Cause then it's like yeah no, well, he owns the that. NBA right yeah, you can't you can't That's do funny. that corp- so then are, corporate so, interest so then do you do like a fadeaway that looks like Jordan and Kobe and then and then here's my thing I know I know Kobe didn't pass and he's my favorite v- player of all time he didn't pass uh, you know um, peacefully he passed in a freakish accident but then you know years later from now. When LeBron passes, do you make him the logo?
1: No, I, I, I don't think so. And it's just a way I don't to, want to create
2: like a, you know, rolling yeah. you know, snowball effect. And
1: I, I agree. And I don't think that happens just because we what we saw happen to Kobe just does not happen all that often. No, and that, that's why... So yeah. when it happens to a guy that was of Kobe Bryant's stature, I think that's the really the best way to honor him is making him literally the face of the NBA. And
2: I think what makes it even better is that he exemplifies like... Everything the that you NBA, NBA players, yeah, mm-hmm. and the NBA to be about, and I think the storyline, the narrative is perfect, um, because Jerry West drafted Kobe, mm-hmm. and he and brought, it's brought in another Kobe. Lakers
1: shooting guard. He, it's one Lakers shooting yeah. guard. You pass and it down he, to another. He Lakers passed, passed
2: down the torch. So I, I think there's arguments for both sides. In my opinion, very, very strong but arguments. Like, okay,
0: so speaking of you're saying Kobe exemplified what the league is all about. Don't you feel like just Plastering him onto the logo of the NBA and silhouetting him and all that doesn't that seem a little superficial at all? Like a little bit, like I don't know. So. Like it we're gonna seems take like the old, we're one gonna, gonna the take ultimate. everything that he's about and then just you know, no. like, like, like to me, I I just no because e- I I'm
2: just everybody sure. in the NBA right now, like you know, in, in that age range, you know, looked up to Kobe. Yeah,
0: and I mean, there's so many people out there saying, oh, sign a petition, like make make Kobe the logo, all that. I just um, you know, like I, I, I'm just not sure. You know, to me, I feel like if you do that, you're you're diminishing something. I don't it.
2: think I don't you think are I think you're. you're I think you're putting him up on a pedestal. You're, you're making him timeless. Yeah, and especially
1: I'm, if you acknowledge that it's you. Kobe Bryant, yeah. like exactly. even though they never acknowledged that it was Jerry West, if you say this is Kobe Bryant, this is when we think of an NBA player. When we think about what we want to represent our brand, it's Kobe Bryant, and I, I think that's the. Really, the best way they won't do it again because they'll have to pay the family royalties and they don't have to pay any royalties to Jerry West right now, even though Jerry West could easily, you know, have a lawsuit. But Jerry West mm-hmm. just isn't that type of dude to work, mm-hmm. he wanted he wants to do all that. But I think the happy medium is to make an NBA award after Kobe, and I'm not sure what I, that award I is. I like that whether you make it the best offensive player, like or some sort of heart and hustle, the, yeah, award the, the best, the most like hard working award, um, something along those lines. But I think that is the the, the the middle ground. I think mm-hmm. yeah, and
2: we're and we're talking about
1: tangible stuff. Um, there has to be something that is going to happen every single year.
2: Oh, that I, year, I, that I constantly. I start. agree. Um, but I, again, like we talked about, the best way to honor him is just to, you know, treat treat every aspect of your life like like, maybe not like it's the last one, but you know, really cherish just push the, for it, right? Cherish the people around you, and you know, push for for your goals and aspirations. Um. Something I was thinking about too, uh, putting, uh, creating a statue, not, maybe not in front of like where all the other statues are in front of Staples Center, but in LA Live, like make it bigger, hmm. make it like, like he's leading all the other statues per se, hmm. or um, just the big, cause he, I mean... You can debate whether he's the greatest Laker of all time. I think he is. No doubt. But he's the most impact, and that's mm-hmm. undoubtedly okay. the most impactful Laker of all time. And when you think of Lakers, you think, you know, a, a previous generation might think of Magic, mm-hmm. you know, but most, I'd say 90% will think of Kobe. No doubt. Mm-hmm. And I, I think making his statue bigger, I don't want to say better, but just, just out there. And in, I don't want to say better than all the other statues, but... You know, just just make that statue the golden one, mm-hmm. the best one, larger than life. Yeah.
1: Other options like retiring the number league wide.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like that. I guess that makes sense to me. The like we, We've do. seen we've seen players do that already. Like Dinwiddie switched out of his eight jersey. Uh, yeah. Um, um, Quinn pa- Cook. Yeah. Quinn Co- I mean Alec Burks, like, no. do we really care? But, but I mean, um, it's funny because Paul George was like, but 20, I want to wear 24. No, I, and, I, 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 I don't
2: like, think real. there's like, any problem with that. I, I don't find th- any problem with that because everybody has their own way of honoring Kobe. When yeah. I was a little kid, I want to be 24 because mm-hmm, that's just course. like Kobe. So there's different ways to honor Kobe. I just thought the timing of it was weird when so many players were like in honor, I'm yeah, gonna, you know, switch my number, that. and then Paul
0: George was like, no, I want to wear it. You know, it's like I, it, it was a little bit like, you know, you know, like I come on, Paul. George, he's
1: entitled to that. It's just a little weird because, obviously, I'm not going to continue to dwell on it. But Paul George had every opportunity to be a Laker, right? I mean, that too. Like he's going to be be a a Clipper, right? And but you know, like like Julio said, you you know, you don't have to. You make decisions based on what you feel is going to be the best for your life. You don't have to go out there and try to be Kobe. He made the decision to go to the Clippers. He felt that was the best option for him. He can still be a big fan of Kobe Bryant and try to honor him by wearing 24, but. You could have been a Laker, Paul. You <laughs> could have been a Laker. I'm sorry. I'll never let that one run. Me, me neither. Like, he, you could have easily... He
2: used to be my favorite player. Not mm. anymore. I'm could have sorry. been
0: a Laker. Sorry. Uh, I mean, and then again, back, back to this logo talk. I think something that we don't talk about with Kobe Bryant enough, or if not we, but just, you know, people in the media or just people in general, is that Kobe, while he works so hard, when, you know, during his playing days, like once he retired, he's really been public about, like, that he's at peace with his accomplishments. Like, there's nothing... He's oh, ever yeah. said like, oh, I wish I went back, did this mm-hmm. again, you know, did that. It's like he's already at peace with everything he's achieved in the NBA. And that's why I think. And the reason why that's a
1: feeling yeah. is because he put everything that's he had into on, on it. And, and he left it all out. It's just that also
0: part of this logo, you know, idea. It feels like you still have to cement Kobe's legacy when Kobe himself is already at peace with. No, nah, but see, right? going
2: like, to Reagan's point, it's all about timelessness. Hmm. This is our guy. This is the NBA's ultimate guy. Maybe you can argue not from a you know talent or on the court perspective if you don't think he's the greatest of all time. But you know this is who we who all players should aspire to be as a father, as a player, as you know a businessman, a, as a you know
1: as an ambassador yeah. worldwide, like you know. for all intents and purposes Kobe was everything you know he had the incident early on in his career with the the accusations for sexual assault um and a girl brought up in our class the other day that even in that moment Kobe handled that the best way you can possibly handle that moment by saying you know I thought I had consent in the moment. Looking back on it, maybe I didn't. I acknowledge my own mistakes and I'm going to strive for better. Like, you know, rather than sitting up here and saying, oh, no, she lying. Blah, 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 you know, she's just trying to get money from me. Like he handled that in, you know, the best way you can handle a situation like that. And obviously you don't want to see anyone in that situation. But should you end up in that situation? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's a better way to handle that. than acknowledging that you very well could have been in the wrong mm-hmm. Um and you know, I, I, for all intents and purposes, in my mind, that is the ultimate. It, no, me too. That you want the the an NBA player. To
2: no, I I think it's the, in going against uh, Eddie Eddie's uh, opinion, I think it's the ultimate like. Like tribute, mm-hmm. like blessing you could give, to to the Bryant family and just to Kobe in general. Um, yeah. but that's just, that's just my opinion.
1: I agree. Interesting.
0: All right, so that'll do it for this episode of Hoop and Holler. Thanks for listening. As always, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And um, this podcast will also be available on YouTube in clips and uh, pieces. If you want to catch some shorter, uh, more visual content on our YouTube channel, just search up Square One Media. We also have a ton of written work put up on our Medium blog, also called Square One Media. Uh, We have tributes to Kobe, our own articles about All-Star Reserves, you know, all of that. And um, make, sure, make sure also to follow Julio's Instagram and uh, his blog, Sports Talk The Countdown. On Instagram, that's at Julio underscore Martinez with two O's and two Z's. Um, again, thanks for listening all the way through. I'm Eddie, joined again by Reagan and Julio. See you next time.